0: Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am the CEO and founder of J-Intel, a nonprofit organization that bridges the gap between faith-based and therapeutic resources. Being an overcomer, visionary, and God's creation, I empower women with their emotional wellness and intimacy with God to live abundantly. In this podcast series, we reveal that our wellness is not just physical health, but includes mental and spiritual health. True health and well being include all three aspects. We transform our lives when we care for our mind, body, and spirit. Welcome home. Before we get started, you know what I'm about to say. Please subscribe to our channel in whatever app you're using. Also, leave us a review. When you do this small act of kindness, you can help us reach more people. Thank you for listening to our wonderful PSAs. Now, back to the show. Okay, I'm uncertain if you've noticed a pattern so far with the past several episodes. Yes, we've been talking about emotional health and self-care. In these episodes, we also talked about shifting our mindset. I don't know if you caught on to that. The benefit of changing our thinking allows us to not be regulated by our emotions and circumstances. It's like slap, 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 slap. We're going to talk about mindset for this segment. There is so much information. About having a mindset that produces change in our lives. So you know what we did? Yes, we did. We decided to gather the good stuff while of course adding our little extras to it. All of our additions, they're good additions. I hope that you'll discover new information or be able to reinforce what you know to inspire. Encourage and strengthen yourselves. Okay, now I got a question for you. Have you been taking advantage of the good weather? Have you been getting outside, getting your little sunshine, getting a little extras on your face, and being able to feel the warmth of God's love through his nature? You know, I enjoy having my little nature connections. And as usual, because I think you're getting used to it now. I'm going to talk to you about my infamous bike rides. I have shared about the joys of riding that bike, but not only am I getting exercise, but God always finds a way to teach me good, and I mean good maybe, life lessons during the process. Later this season, I probably will share about how he taught me to rely on him just from the experiences with my bike not being reliable. See, connections, good information. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to share with you a new recent pleasantry as I was riding my bike. I was paddling as I normally do, and looking around, enjoying nature. And while I was paddling, I showed them. Notice a whole bunch of caterpillars. They were everywhere, all over the park. So much so, one day when I was going home, it was a caterpillar stuck on my sleeve. It sure did take a while for me to remove it so I wasn't bringing him into my house. I don't think he wanted to live like that. But as I was riding my bike and seeing all these caterpillars, the thing that I thought about was, man, in the next several months, when I'm riding my bike, it's gonna be beautiful. Why? Because we know those caterpillars going to turn into beautiful butterflies. How beautiful are they? So like I said, in my bike rides, the Lord talks to me. And as I was being amazed about these caterpillars, something popped into my mind. First, before I get into the nitty-gritty, I'm going to ask, what do we know about caterpillars? What do we know about them? We all know, they do not remain caterpillars, but they transform into beautiful butterflies. I already see that. I'm looking forward to seeing them being beautiful. But before they turn to the beautiful butterflies, they're not looking too good as caterpillars. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of look like worms, but hairier. And we all know how we feel about the worms. I digress. Did you know that the caterpillar's main objective is to feed? Mm-hmm. For months, it is putting itself in its body, expanding as much as possible on food. Why? Because they need food to survive the larva state. I will also like to add that in the caliper stage, as we talked about, they're not that nice looking. Despite the obvious, I began to wonder, what do I feed myself on? To survive my transformation stage. For the caterpillar to survive the larva stage, they know that they're gonna hibernate, and at the end, there's this transformation process. But to get to the end, they have to be stored with food so that they can continue that process to grow. Again, as I was thinking about this process, I asked myself, Hey, what am I feeding myself on to survive the next stage of my life? I ask you that question. What are you feeding yourself on
1: to survive the next stage of your life? Want support and guidance on your personal growth and development? Then pick up our personal growth and development workbook authored by Christian counselor, and our J founder, Kimir Baker. The workbook provides a practical approach for emotional wellness by providing insights and prompts for journaling as well as prayer. This approach reveals the power of self-reflection and self-discovery while mending emotional wounds with the help of our Father. Pick up your 10 weeks of daily encouragement and practice transformation. Go to ahealingpeace.com forward slash store to purchase your copy. Now, here's
0: the catch. Any type of growth, we all know it. Any type of growth comes from challenges. So, how are you surviving your challenges? In the past, (laughs) I'm going to tell the truth. I have a unique way of telling my business. In the past, I went to food, TV, and people to survive my challenges. I went to items. Where I thought I could receive my immediate fix. Unfortunately, the items that I went to for comfort never lasted. No, they didn't. I still hurt. At times, my heart still ached. Here we go. Here, here's that connection that the Lord was getting me to go with Romans 8 36 through 37 states, As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed. All the day long, we are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. As I endured hardships, I felt the death of life around me. I was nowhere near the mindset of being more than a conqueror. And I'm gonna have a little nerd moment. I want you to know that. In Romans 8:36, when it's talking about being regarded as sheep being slaughtered, it's actually about living the Christian life and being condemned for possessing Christian values. The Bible repeatedly refers to us suffering for the sake of Christ. As I say this, I am reminded That not all of my hardships that I have endured have been because I am a Christian. No, it hasn't. It has been just because I live in this life. And sometimes it was a life based upon my poor decisions. Nonetheless, God is not surprised that we will have hardships, especially for those holding on to his principles, we will just have problems. But God's promise indicates that we will be more than a conqueror. Mm, 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 mm. Despite the hardship, despite holding on to your Christian faith when the world says no, despite all the chaos, we are. Conquerors. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever had an experience where you had to learn something new, something valuable, and then you taught someone else? As you were teaching them the new material, they said, Oh, you're so smart. That was smart how you figured that out and came up with that solution. This actually happened to me. I helped a friend configure her TV to the internet. She thought I was so smart. It did feel good but I had the same TV at home. And at home, I had to Google to figure out how to configure my TV. So by the time I got to her, I configured hers in about two minutes. It was great. Why am I saying this? The verse says that we are more than conquerors, but it's not by our strength. It is not by our willpower. And it's definitely not by our own understanding. It is not because one day I took a course on shifting my mind and then all of it, and I was reading and all of a sudden I applied it, and you know what? My mind was shifted. It's not because I Googled and found the answer. Wouldn't it be nice if things were just that easy? But you know, the scripture says, that we are more than conquerors through Christ's love. The passage can also mean with the understanding that we are winning the most glorious victory through Christ who loves us. Not only that, but we can triumph over all earthly hardships because of the love of Christ. And you're probably saying, how can that be? And it's because of his love that we have the opportunity to be transformed into something new, something more glorious, something more righteous. We're able to be transformed, not in our sinful state, but in the cleansing state because of his love and his sacrifice on the cross for us. Do we get it that God wants us to be victorious? He wants us to conquer our circumstances. Yes, he does. I numerously heard from people, and, and it just breaks my heart when I hear it, but they're going through difficult times, and at some point, They get to an understanding and they they say, God, you're crushing me. Like, somehow, God does not want me to succeed in life. He's blocking me. And He's blocking me because maybe I made some poor decisions and He's disciplining me, and, and now I'm being crushed. I'm being punished by God. And, you know, that type of thinking makes us believe that God is taking everything good away from us. And I'll tell you what, this is not an accurate picture. This is not an accurate way of thinking. God does not want to crush us and remove our blessings. He wants us to know that he's with us no matter what our decisions have been. And it's because of Christ's love and his sacrifice and being clothed in his love that he says, you can be a conqueror. That he says, I am not crushing you. And I don't know if we ever thought that sometimes the elements that we feel are crushing us is actually consequences of our own decisions. Or, it's because of people and consequences of their decisions. And in those experiences, yeah, we can feel the death of life. But, again, in the passage, God says, not only are we clothed by his love, in verse 38 to 39, the scriptures reveal, because a little bit afterwards, it talks about, that nothing can separate us from his love through Jesus Christ. That not even hardship, that death, life, none of that can separate us from him loving
1: us. Did you know that a Healing Peace podcast is a part of a larger community? That's right. A Healing Peace is the educational component of J Intelligence, J-intel. J-Intel is a nonprofit organization. That promotes a faith based message of healing and emotional wellness. Together, we create programs that empower women in their emotional health and wellness process with faith based and therapeutic tools. These tools educate, connect, and transform into the abundant life that God provides. Learn more about J Intel at jintel.org. I'm going to go back. I'm going to talk
0: about the caterpillar and the butterfly. I'm going to go back. And- I want to describe the caterpillar stage. Again, I talked about its primary goals to find food. Now, in the larva state, the caterpillar is in a cocoon. And in this cocoon, the caterpillar is actually protected from the world around it. It is in a protective state. And while it's being protected, the caterpillar grows rapidly. It develops legs, wings, eyes, and other parts to make it a beautiful adult butterfly. And the caterpillar is growing because the stored food and the protection that the cocoon provides. This process, I know it sounds crazy, but this process really does represent us with Christ and God. When we are feeding ourselves with his love, his love protects us. It shields us from the craziness around us. He is our barrier from all that is wrong in the world. Not only is he protecting us, but he is supplying our every need so that we can grow. Sometimes we grow rapidly. Sometimes we grow a little slowly. No matter the speed, we are still growing. The outcome of our growth is that we launch into our better selves. A better self that is fueled by the love of Christ. In his love, we can transform and be a new creation. So, I'm going to ask you once more, what are you feeding yourself? Once the butterfly emerges, its primary objective is to mate and lay eggs. Isn't that neat? I can't do nothing else. I'm just going around, fly, find me another little cutie, lay me some eggs, reproduce. Its primary goal is just to reproduce. For us, are we sharing Christ's love with others? When we're out of that transformation state, we have learned so much we've grown, we've seen things a little bit clearer. And hopefully in that, we see how God is with us, how he's protecting us, how he is loving us. And then do we go and be like, oh my gosh, this is what he's been doing. Let me tell you, girl, this is what's been going on. And when we're doing that, we are sharing his love with others. And not only because of our testimony, but we have a Tendency to be more gracious with people. We're more kind with people because we understand what that journey was like. Again, in all of what I've shared, I want to remind you that God wants us to be more than conquerors. He wants us to be victorious. He will protect us, shower us with His love through His Son Jesus. He is good. Yes, he is. And as we continue in this segment, we're going to talk about, man, how can I feed myself on his love? Because sometimes it's just not easy. Like, how can I go around with a winner's mindset and know that I'm victorious? Because sometimes it's just not easy. Well, I'm going to tell you, I want you to come back next week because I invited a friend on the show. And we're going to talk about having a winning mindset. She is more than a conqueror. She's an overcomer. She has been victorious. She has conquered those challenges, that that battle within our own brain, with our emotions and all that stuff, and came out and still coming out, being transformed in that beautiful blood body. So yes, ladies, come back because I want you to learn how we how we clothe ourselves in all this goodness.